The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Welcome, my new podcast friend, Barry Burns here with Top Dog Trading and the Online Trading to Win podcast. We're still very brand new, and this is only episode number six, and I'm having a lot of fun. I hope you are too. I've received some good responses, and uh, by the way, if you do want to send me an email, feel free. I love to converse with traders, and my email address is barry at topdogtrading.com. That's barry, B-A-R-R-Y, at topdogtrading.com. It was kind of funny. It reminds me that my mother-in-law used to always say that I didn't even pronounce my name right. She's from New Zealand. And so she would say, no, your name is Barry, not Barry. It's not spelled with an E. You're not a fruit. And I said, well, I can be pretty fruity sometimes. After a little side note, let's get right into the main topic. So today we continue with part two, and we are going to deep dive into some more specifics of what we addressed on a more surface level in part one. So today we're going to talk about how to do some specific techniques to improve your trading psychology. A lot of books that I've read on trading psychology are fine. Some are okay. Never really read one that I thought was spectacular, quite frankly. And I think the reason is that you can't change your behavior just by reading a book. So there can be some helpful tips in there and some good things, but you've got to actually do the exercise. In the exercises I'm going to share with you today have been very helpful for me and my students. And these are things you can actually do, but you got to do them. So back to the famous quote of A.L. Williams, successful people do what unsuccessful people are unwilling to do. So it's going to be up to you whether you're willing to do this or not. It's your money, it's your life, and but here's the information, do with it as you will. But just remember, your results will depend on it. Professional traders also do things that amateur traders don't do. Amateurs trade, amateur traders tend to think that the secrets are in the magic indicator, moving averages, or price patterns, whatever. No, those things are a part Yes, they're a part of a good trading methodology, but when it comes to trading psychology, which is also muy importante, you've got to really, really, really get disciplined, and you need these feedback loops that we talked about in the last episode. So let's talk about exactly how to do these feedback loops. So today we're going to deep dive on two things. I create trading logs, very simple trading logs. But I'm not just writing in there when I got in, when I got out, how much I bought, how much I sold, etc. Uh, that stuff, yeah, it's there. That's fine. My broker can give me that. That's not really going to help my trading psychology. So what's going to help my trading psychology is I write down two very specific things. And here they are. Number one, how did I feel when I took the trade? So I'm monitoring my feelings. You can think of this as kind of a biofeedback mechanism, actually. So when I enter that trade, I've got a little space on my trading log, and it actually says there, feelings. And then there's another little square that says thoughts. 
So every time I take a trade, I am writing down how I felt and what I was thinking. So here's some examples, and this is really important stuff. So sometimes when I take a trade, I feel very confident. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is golden. This is going to work. This can't lose. All right. Just feeling that way. Other times I take a trade and I'm feeling stressed. Oh boy. I don't know. All stressed out. Maybe anxious would be a third one. Kind of feeling anxious about this. Other times you might actually feel mad. Maybe you've been on a losing streak and you're pissed off. You're really, really upset and you're trading mad. Sometimes we call this revenge trading. Then you can have your emotions overwhelm you and you want to get that money back and you become careless. Uh, or maybe just kind of a little uneasy, not really stressed out to the max, not really anxious, definitely not mad, but not confident either, but just kind of uneasy. And you might even want to tie this in with not only when you take the trade, but before you start the day, before you start your trading day, how are you feeling? So it's a very common thing for professional traders to analyze their feelings real quickly. And you don't have to go to a therapist or anything like that, but just kind of take a self inventory. And if it's a day where maybe you got up and, you know, you got up on the wrong side of the bed and your dog bit you and your cat peed on you and your wife was arguing with you, uh, the kids are bratty and you're really in a sour mood. You may not want to trade that day. In fact, probably a good idea to skip trading today, work out all the issues and come back another day when you can come back in a more centered environment emotionally. And that is really, really important. People get very emotional about money. We all do. Money's important to us. And so do not discard or diminish how important your emotions are in trading. I don't care how logical you are as a human being. I don't care how left brain you are oriented. Your emotions are still going to play a role in your trading. And therefore you need to monitor them very carefully, very specifically put a label on your emotions. As far as when you're taking the trade and writing down those emotions, we'll come back to that in a minute. So you write down how you're feeling. By the way, don't overthink it. As you're taking the trade, in the moment of taking the trade, just write down what you're feeling. And if you find yourself, again, self-monitoring, and you find yourself saying, hmm, how do I feel? Okay, you took too long already. You took too long. You're not going to get the right answer. So it's the common thing where the first thing that comes to your mind is the right answer. And that's the same here. So the first thing that comes to your mind about how you're feeling, just write it down. Don't even think about it. Just ask yourself the question, whatever pops in your mind, write it down. Don't overanalyze it. it. Takes two seconds. Literally should take two seconds. And then in the second box, I write down what I was thinking. So here we are monitoring our self talk and this will actually be in words. So it would be common phrases. Now I can't tell you what yours will be, but here are some of the common ones that myself and students that I've worked with have come up with. So for example, I hear people say a lot when they take the trade, well, this looks good. Just that phrase, this looks good. Can't tell you how many times I've heard people say the phrase, this looks good, or this has to work. That was another one that I hear a lot. This has to work. If they're taking the trade or right after they've entered, they're like, okay, this has to work. Another one that's very, very common that I see in a lot of chat rooms, for example, is this looks toppy. 
Tuppy. I don't even know if Tuppy is a real word in the uh, English or American. Maybe it's in the American dictionary, but not the English dictionary. I don't know. doesn't matter. People say it all the time. If you are monitoring yourself talking, that's there, then put that down. Write down those exact words or whatever words you say. Another one, this can't go any higher. Or if the market's going down, 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 eventually say, okay, this can't go any lower. Write that down if that's what you're thinking. Another one that people say a lot is, I'm going to try this. Another one that's similar. Let's see what happens. So these are some common phrases that I have seen people use. Now, you're going to have your own, obviously. Maybe you use one or two of these. But the main thing is that there are no right phrases for me to give you. The point is to just be aware of what phrases come to your mind, the exact wording. That's very important. You get the exact wording of your self-talk. Again, don't overthink it. Don't think it. Don't even, not only don't think it, don't even think about it twice. Whatever comes into your mind, the very first words that come into your mind, just jot them down real quick. And it's usually just three to five words. Now, how does this help? How does this help? It helps a lot. Believe me, this is professional grade stuff here. Because what you're going to do is on each trade, it means nothing, zero, saro, nada, right? Not a thing. So that's not important. What is important is to look for patterns. You write this down on every single trade you take, what you were feeling and what you were thinking. And then over the course of weeks, frankly, if you're a day trader and you're taking a lot of trades every day, you're going to start seeing some patterns even at the end of one week. And if you're a swing trader, it might take a few weeks or a month. Then actually what I do is I will go back and review all my trades and which ones worked out and which ones did not work out. I look for, okay, the ones that worked out, how did I feel? And I'm going to see a pattern there. Maybe it's the ones that I felt very confident they worked out. The ones where I felt a little uneasy. Maybe those are the ones that worked out. Again, going back to the thing we've talked in previous episodes about the herd mentality of us as human beings. And so trading is by nature, or I should say successful trading, is by nature unnatural. So maybe... uh feeling a little uneasy is actually a good thing. Maybe those are your winning trades because it's a little bit outside your comfort zone. That's against your gut instinct. And you might find that. Whatever it is for you, again, I can't hand you that answer on the golden platter. This is an exercise, a gift you have to give yourself. The point is, write it down for yourself and look for those patterns. Winning trades, let's look for the pattern of how I felt on the winning trades. Look for the pattern on how I felt on the losing trades. Then we can reverse engineer that. And here's where the magic comes in. I hate to say magic when it comes to trading, but here's where the um, the benefit comes in. So now going forward after doing this for, say, a few weeks, a month, whatever. Now, when I'm taking the trade again, I still do the same thing. I ask myself, OK, how am I feeling as I take this trade? And I say, you know what? I'm feeling just a little uneasy. And then you realize, you know what? Wait a minute. I know this pattern. Whenever I feel a little uneasy, it usually is a winner. And so now that gives you more confidence in taking the trade. Again, it's a little bit of a, um, it's kind of an indicator. It's an indicator that's not on your charts. It's an indicator that's in your own brain cells. And so now you've got a unique indicator that nobody else has. That gives you an edge. Or you might say, you know what? I'm really feeling anxious. I'm really feeling stressed out about this one. 
And then you know, oh, wait, whenever I feel anxious or stressed out, the trades usually don't work. And so then you say, you know what? Despite how I'm analyzing this, the indicators, moving averages, the candlesticks, the head and shoulders, double tops, wedges, whatever it is, all that be damned because I know that when I am feeling stressed or anxious, the trades rarely work out. And so push the technical analysis aside and just say, I'm going to keep my powder dry. I'm going to pass on this trade. Now, we do the same thing with the thinking, the self-talk. So we look for the patterns. This looks good. This has to work. This looks toppy. This can't go any higher or lower. I'm going to try this. Let's see what happens. And again, you just look for the patterns over a period of time and you say, okay, when I'm thinking this looks good or this has to work, or let's take this one. This looks toppy because that uh, ties in with our previous episode. When you find yourself thinking this looks toppy, you look at all the trades you took when you're thinking this looks toppy. <laughs> okay. So weird word still makes me laugh. So I never use that word. That's not one of mine. So that, but a lot of students use that term or in the chat rooms, I see that word a lot. Now monitor yourself and keep records again of your trading and look at the records and say, okay, every time that I say this looks toppy, what happened? Did I go short? If I went short, did it work? I'm going to tell you for most people, it doesn't work. That's been our experience. Most of the time when traders are saying this looks toppy and they go short, they get stopped out and the market goes even higher. Again, to re reference one of our earlier episodes, it's because they're trading against the dominant energy of the market, the dominant money flow. And we want to go with the money flow in trading. Then you see that and you look over the records. Now, again, then we reverse engineer this so that in the future, when we're trading and we've got the stats now. And we find ourselves about to take a trade and we say, okay, how am I feeling? How, what am I thinking? And you're about to push the button on the computer and you say, okay, here's my hotkey ready. Oh wait, this looks toppy. Step away from the keyboard, step away from the mouse, because you know, when you say that phrase in your mind, you usually lose. Now that's another indicator. So now you've got two internal indicators no one else in trading has. And again, the terms, I'm just giving you examples. Those will be specific to you. This is an exercise you have to do for yourself. I'm giving you some examples so that you can get a feel for what type of things you want to be looking for. It's simple to do, right? This is simple. This is not hard. It doesn't take a lot of time. In fact, it doesn't really take any extra time out of your trading day at all. It takes a little time after your trading day to review, but that's okay. But this is one of those things that successful people do, that unsuccessful people are just unwilling to do. It doesn't have glitter all over it. It's not encased in diamonds. It's not a shiny object. It seems a little mundane and it works. So this is how you can have an edge. Your biggest edge, you've all heard that you need an edge in trading, I'm sure. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. But the biggest edge in trading is between your ears. And you need some specific techniques in order to gain that edge. And that's what I'm giving you here today. You know, I had a friend, I'll give you a, a real interesting example. This one really surprised me. And this was a professional trader. And I traded with him and we uh, actually traded in Chicago. And he really surprised me because every time he took a trade, he would say, yeah, this probably won't work. <laughs> and then he would take the trade. And then after he took it, he says, yeah, it's not going to work out. 
And he did that every single time. And I'd never heard anyone say that and then take the trade, right? seems like if you would say, this is probably not going to work out, you wouldn't take the trade. Well, he did. And so I asked him about it afterwards. He didn't want to disrupt him during his trading, but we went out for dinner and stuff. And I said, um, why in the world do you say this probably isn't going to work? And then you take the trade. And he said, oh, that's just a little mind game I play with myself. I've One of my biggest problems, one of my biggest challenges in trading was to not be conservative enough in keeping my stops and using my trailing stops. And so I would be too hopeful. I found that I was always too hopeful. I always thought, oh, if the market turns against me, it will eventually turn around. So I might have a stop in and then I'd remove the hard stop and say, okay, I'm not going to let myself get uh, stopped out because I I think this thing's going to work out. And of course, it normally didn't and you ended up having huge losses. So he came up with this technique to help him with that specific problem that was unique to him. Actually, a lot of people have that problem where they don't keep their stops or they move their stops after they put them in, hoping the market will turn around. So this was just a little uh, trick that he used with his brain and his self-talk, literally, where he found that if he (laughs) just did the opposite of being hopeful and almost became hopeless, that for his brain cells, at least, this worked. He would just every single trade, yeah, this probably won't work. And that way he said, it put me on the defensive and I went in with a negative expectation. Crazy, because that's the exact opposite of what we're all taught. Only take trades that have a positive expectancy, right? Well, he did the opposite, but again, that was for him. That worked and it did work. Then he made money. Again, it just kind of goes to show how these things are very um, individual and you've got to find your own way, what works with your brain and uh, how your brain operates. Well, to take this to the next level for you, I've actually created a little mini course that will help you very specifically with exactly what we're talking about today. Podcasts are great, but they're only audio. So what I did was I put together a PDF document to help you with this and also three videos because, well... Technical analysis is very visual. So you can get that absolutely free. It's called Top Dog Trading's Top 10 Trading Rules for Success. These are the 10 things that I changed in my trading to become successful. And they're also the top 10 things that I've helped my students change that have helped more than anything to move them from losing money to making money. As I said, it's a mini course that contains a PDF special report and three videos. You can get it right now by simply going to online trading to win forward slash 10 rules. By the way, that's the word 10, T-E-N spelled out, not the numeral 10. So again, online trading to win.com forward slash 10 rules and go get it while it's absolutely free. So if you receive value from this episode or previous episodes, please help pay it forward so that others can enjoy this as well. And also it encourages me to keep creating new episodes for you so you can get more benefits. And you do that by simply doing two quick things. Number one, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. That way you'll be notified whenever I come out with a new episode, which I'm doing quite frequently now. And number two, leave a quick review and a rating. It only takes 30 seconds. And guess what? It brings you good karma. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com.
Neither online trading to win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss, even above the amount invested, is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.